good morning, everyone. Welcome to Starting Strong with the Clemson Foothills Church. This is Tyler Harrington, and I wanted to, um, I'm very excited just to delve into Psalm 130, uh, verse uh, 5 is what we'll be focusing on, and it talks about waiting for the Lord. I'm excited about this. I love the Psalms. Uh, the Psalms carry us, can carry us through so many um, tough times, have carried me through so many tough times. I, I, I love the Psalms. I love uh, how they speak to my soul. Um, we were, uh, we were all given, uh, the ability to feel emotion. Um, we feel that daily, especially in these times. And, um, and these Psalms are like therapy. Um, they're, they're awesome. But, um, without any further delay, we're, we're going to start in, um, in Psalm 130. Uh, let's read, um, actually a little bit above verse five. Let's start in verse three. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you, there is forgiveness. Therefore, you are feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I put my hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. You know, in the beginning of the psalm, it talks about this, a common need of all people is mercy. Uh, Matthew 5, 7 is something we all need, something we all must give. But in verse 3, it goes into, with our God, there is grace there is forgiveness. If he kept a record of sins, none of us would be righteous. In verse four, we go through and we read God's, you know, God's kindness is what leads us toward repentance. You know, he doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. You know, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. We're going to talk about waiting for the Lord. Verse five, you know, waiting for the Lord is, is really one of the most difficult and vital lessons we can learn. The Lord wants, the Lord, Lord, the Lord knows what will really bring us fulfillment. He wants us to ask. He wants us to trust that he's working on it. That's hard to do. It's difficult, but it's one, it's, it's one of the most vital lessons we can learn. You know, we could, uh, we could be wanting a certain job, you know, with certain benefits or hours. It could be a, it could be a relationship. You know, maybe there's um, a certain relationship that you want in your life. You've wanted it for a long time. And it seems the, the clock is ticking. Or it could be some growth or some change in your life and you feel like your life is just going by and it's not, and you're not going anywhere. Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like, I can't get over this. I can't get through this. God, when will you help me? When will you get me through this time in my life so I can move on to the next, the next time of my life, the next time uh, of my life? When, when will you answer this prayer? When will you come through? I've been waiting for you. Have you ever felt these things? I think we all do. You know, in 1 Samuel 1, we remember Hannah and how she prayed to the Lord. She went through a lot. Uh, she went through ridicule, um, people misunderstanding her. But she kept praying to the Lord out of great anguish and grief. And see, the Lord knows the, des the desires of your heart. He knows, he knows the desires of our heart. He knows and he's working on it. Are we waiting for him? You know, he knows, the, he knows what will really bring us fulfillment. He knows we desire to succeed. We desire to win in this life, to have no regret. He knows that. The problem comes when we try to take matters in our own hands out of fear or out of doubt or despair. Or, you know, when we forget that Jesus came to give us life to the full and that Satan only lies to us and wants to steal it. Satan only lies and all he wants to do is steal. But, but Jesus came that we may have life and have it to the full. You know, 1 Samuel 13, you know, we see... An example of Saul when he when he didn't wait 
when he didn't slow down, when he didn't ask God. Instead, he took matters in his own hands. He didn't, he, instead of waiting for Samuel, he gave in to fear and insecurities that creep into the heart. He just needed to wait a little while longer. You know, the Lord wants us to trust him. Are we waiting in, in expectation? You know, in verse 6, it says, My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. I remember being on night shift, and uh, night shift was rough. It was um, night shift on the oncology floor. And I remember, you know, you, you couldn't wait for the morning. You couldn't, you couldn't wait for the morning. If you've, if you've ever been on a night shift, you, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. When, when, your time, when your time's approaching where you get to go, when you get to be off shift, man, it, you're, so happy when it, you're so happy when it comes, but you're waiting for it. And I think, um, I think with God, He wants us to trust Him. Are we waiting patiently, but also with expectation? As watchmen wait for the morning, as watchmen wait for the morning. I hope you have an awesome day. Um, I hope this is helpful in your life, in your walk with God as you're following Jesus. Uh, let's wait for him. Let's not give in to fear, doubt, or despair. Let's keep moving forward, knowing that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. I thank you guys for loving Jesus. I thank y'all for being in the battle every day, and I'm with you in the fight. Let's keep going, and let's wait for the Lord.